Howdy, and welcome back to another episode of Silverado Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan directed Western Silverado. One minute of screen time per episode. You guys got new hosts this week. It's myself, Brian Lockhart. It's myself, Jack Perry, <laughs> from the Marine Corps Movie Minute. Howdy. <laughs> Say what? Howdy. <laughs> Dude, you're from Texas. This is how you talk. I, yeah, I, I'm from Texas. You're from New York. <laughs> you like you like those dudes that watch a couple episodes of Yellowstone and decide they want to be a cowboy. <laughs> Y'all come wander around my campfire today, would you? Oh man, that's funny. Well, speaking of campfires, that's what uh, our whole minute is basically about today. So yeah, it actually is, man. Um, I forgot. I hadn't seen this movie in years. So seeing that scene, I was like, say what? Damn, I forgot. And even just that one minute, I was fascinated. I was like, man, I forgot what a good movie this was. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's one of my favorites, honestly. If, if I'll just go ahead and throw that out there right, right away. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Westerns. And it's one of my, it's a top tier movie for me as well. Like, it's yeah. a rewatch. Like, I bought the special edition DVD with, like, bonus material and, and books and all sorts of stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just liked it that much. Yeah, it's a good movie. I forgot, man. How it's 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 literally it's an all star cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and may, is, go, ahead. go ahead. Oh, they just they may not have been stars when they started, but they're all stars now. It, it, that's just the quality of the casting is is uh it's pretty incredible. Well, yeah, you, like even even just as we were watching a minute, you made a comment about Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> He's so young. Yeah, I know. I think this is like his first actual movie um i mean he was supposed to be in uh what's that movie called um the lawrence kasdan directed <laughs> movie that, w- that came out before where he played the body um why am i blanking on this right now uh, it's the one where they all sing 60s songs and dance around and literally pretty much everybody in this movie is in it as well really? kevin klein <laughs> great now you're gonna make me look it up See, folks, there's this website called www.imdb.com where you can find out names of movies and actors and all sorts of stuff like that. Billy's show notes. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Kevin Costner and Yellowstone, <laughs> that, is, that is his current series right now. So he's, he's made a, a living out of doing um, cowboy stuff. I'm telling you, hey, have you ever have you have you watched any of that show? No, my wife has. Um, So good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's just because my time is limited, Mm. so I haven't jumped on. But I definitely want to because it's in my wheelhouse. Oh man, it's so good, dude! You're you're gonna be you're gonna be pissed off that you waited this long. (laughs) I'm also um, looking forward to the 1883 um, prequel. Oh yeah, so I haven't gotten a streaming service yet to do that. So, uh, but that's definitely definitely one because after you watch that, they do they kind of do like a little. I'm I'm not probably ruin this for anybody that's going to watch Yellowstone, but if you hadn't seen it by now, go say what yourself. Uh, you're missing out. 
Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so they do like in the in the newest season, uh, season four, I think they do like at the beginning of the first season, they do a little bit of um, kind of a flashback, but they've got the cast from that show, and they, I, I think it was more of as as a thing that. Like, hey, look, you know, remember we're going to do that other thing, and they they don't really call too much back to the actual like current events. It wasn't like this one thing that happened way back then that has any relevance at all. What's going on now? It's just kind of a maybe a in Yellowstone introduction to the characters or some of the stuff that you're going to see later on, maybe. But it's man, it's so good. If yeah, if you like that kind of Silverado style western. It's modern day Western. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I've always heard, and yeah. I'm I'm into it. So I'm definitely going to give it a chance. Um, so while you were covering for me so eloquently, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I can't even say that word right. But <laughs> I was looking up uh, Kevin Costner. So the movie I was thinking of, and I can't believe I couldn't remember, is called The Big Chill. Oh, say what? Yeah, yeah man. Well, that was the one where one of the oh yeah the yeah it's the uh, middle aged crisis movie somebody kills himself and they're all there for the weekend and yeah my mom really loves that movie it's kevin costner that's the person they're going to you know that the funeral they're going to that's right because he he didn't really he didn't really appear in the movie i believe he was supposed to have deleted scenes yeah or he he had scenes they were deleted so this was almost like kasdan's make good (laughs) (laughs) because that was 83 and this is 85 so you know it's like right around the you know the corner why do I know that director's name? Oh, Lawrence Kasdan. Um, you probably best know him as the writer, um, or co-writer at least, of Empire Strikes Back. Oh, no. Say what? Okay. Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah, the only good one out of the new trilogy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we were asked not to get into politics, you know, because this is a timeless podcast. I actually think getting into The Last Jedi is worse than getting into politics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as far as vitriol and hatred. So, absolutely. <laughs> move on, move on. <laughs> We're going to get kicked off the show. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, somehow, Kevin Costner returned. So, um, uh, you know what, though? Real quick, I, you know, I, I made an inaccurate statement. I always kind of look at Silverado as like, yeah, I know, right? His first film, but I think I, I could be mistaken again. But I think it's his first, like, where he's prominently featured. Okay. But I see his first film is called something called Malibu Hot Summer. So I can only imagine it's some sort of like teen, yeah, you know, hot bodies type <laughs> movie. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, his second his second film is uh, I don't know if you know this movie. It's a uh, Night Shift. Night shift, night shift, night shift. The name sounds familiar, but uh, I don't think I've ever seen it. Batman and the Fonz. Um, what? Yeah, Batman and the Fonz. They uh, start a brothel in a morgue with um, a bartender from Cheers. What? Batman and the Fonz? Yeah. Uh, Henry Winkler and Michael Keaton. Oh, God. <laughs> work at the night shift at a morgue. Somehow they they hook up with Shelley Long. I forget exactly how this all happens, but you know what? I like your treatment better. Yeah, right. (laughs) 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 I'm creepy. (laughs) 
I swear I have your money. Swear to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a wrong Batman. That's a wrong Batman. <laughs> we, uh, we should go. That's what we should do. We should go through IMDb, pick a movie, and look at the cast, find some of their greater roles, and then create a script around whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, this Batman will be like when he when he's like he has a John there. He's like, you want to get nuts? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit all this up. <laughs> all right, then. You, you want some nuts? <laughs> you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Never rub another man's rhubarb. I mean, this all applies, right? Oh, good. Where does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> right there, you go. Oh, perfect. <laughs> all right, it's episode one. We're already getting kicked off. Oh yes, uh, it's been fun, folks. See ya. This has been Silverado Minute after dark. <laughs> What do you say we actually talk about the minute? Oh, well, okay. Actually, I do have one more question before we actually dive into the minute proper. So uh, I got to get this. I got to get back on the rails here. Mm. You said it's been a while since you've seen this. So you have seen it. That was, that was my mm-hmm. question. Yep. Long right. time ago, but I've seen it. Uh, okay. Because uh, that's what, that's what I want to know, like your history with it. Do you recall the first time you saw it or have you seen it multiple times? Yeah. No, uh, I was, I mean, I was a kid. I was, I was really young the last time i saw it it was on cable yeah it was actually an hbo regular so i would see it often right so i remember just coming across it often uh as a kid i i I always remember like the hbo commercial like not even the trailer for the movie but like the you know like the commercials we would see like tune in tonight at eight to watch silverado and it would always it it just always stood out with i think it's the scene with uh brian dennehy flashing his his badge and be like oh it's a sweet deal or something like that or this deal is much sweeter you know, than you think and he shows his sheriff's badge and i that just always stands out to me <laughs> so i remember seeing this movie my dad was a big fan of it i'm guessing he watched it on hbo i i mean it's possible he went to the theater i really couldn't say you know as a kid my dad would try to show me movies he enjoyed mm-hmm you know, even if they're modern or older, you know, if if we could, if we had the ability to watch it on HBO, or you know, he sometimes would tape them for me. Right. We go to the library and get like these old movies for free. Just to, you know, hey, <laughs> like, check out this. You know. Yeah. Old classics. Yeah, yeah, and and sometimes when when movies weren't really um, appropriate, let's say, mm. <laughs> he <laughs> would he would find an appropriate scene that was funny and show it to me. <laughs> he, he used to show me these uh like rodney dangerfield uh oh, young God. comedian specials you know stuff yep. like that and it was like so i watch you know it was like i watched like jerry seinfeld long before J- jerry seinfeld was a thing you know like because right. my dad would just show me these things but and you know seinfeld's fairly fairly innocent stand-up comedy type stuff like that but mm-hmm. yeah i i just i have a memory of my dad showing me the ending and i don't want to spoil this if anybody's following along and you know not but there's a super super cool scene with kevin klein at the end of the movie it's, it's pretty great and i just remember watching that scene and my dad just being like going nuts about it. <laughs> like oh just kind of really into it and i don't even i couldn't even tell you why i like this movie as much as i did as a kid i mean i, I know why i like it now I don't know. Like I, I just I, I gravitated to it as a kid, kind of like, kind of like I did Young Guns as I was like a teenager, mm-hmm. you know, because I was like, yeah, the cool guys are now doing, you know, it's like, I mean, it's, you know, it's no secret I'm a big Clint Eastwood fan. <laughs> no kidding. 
Right, exactly. I dragged Perry along to do a movies <laughs> by minutes of, you know, the Clint Eastwood classic uh, Heartbreak Ridge, you know, because when you think of Marine Corps movies, of course you think of Heartbreak Ridge and not Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Clint Eastwood's in one and he isn't in the other, so there you go. <laughs> no, so I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I always like Clint Eastwood westerns, but I, I think they tend to be uh, on the slower side. You know, so a young guns is like, yeah, it's a little more action. It's got the young cast, and you know they're all cool. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't really say anybody's cool in this movie per se. You know, I don't look at any of this cast and go, they're, you know, like the hit young new thing. Maybe Kevin Costner was meant to be that, but he's so he's so childlike in this movie that it's hard to treat him as being cool. You know? Yeah, I had to look at him a couple times, and I was like, is that who I think that is? Well, not only does he just look young, but he's like, he plays it like he's young, 13, you know, like yeah. <laughs> he's like a 27 year old man, but he's like playing it like he's, you know, an idiot sometimes. <laughs> but it's funny because in, in these minutes, though, we we don't get that. He's he's pretty normal and regular, like how you would think a young guy would be. But in other times, he's like, oh, I kissed a girl. You know, he's like acting like <laughs> like a child. Like it's it's kind of funny. It was a more innocent time. Right, right. Everybody in this is cool. Like, they got some great lines. I think that's actually what drives me towards this movie is the lines, you know? You know, I don't want to kill you and you don't want to be dead. Stuff like that. Like, I used to say, in fact, I, you know, I still, my dad and I still quote that, you know, like, (laughs) so there's, there's a lot of quotable lines in this movie. And I think that's maybe partly why it's, it's so good. Plus, I'll just get out of the way right now. I love the soundtrack. The, the theme yeah. song is amazing. Yep. All right, let's talk about it. So when our minute starts off, we literally get half a second of a wagon train in the open prairie during the day. And uh, I think it's definitely Mal and Emmett. You can see riding towards a wagon train. We immediately flip to uh, Emmett um, whittling some, I guess, a, a, like a whistle or a pipe or something mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, out of wood. You got um, Kevin Coster sitting uh, crisscross applesauce. Uh, <laughs> back then it would have been Indian style, but, <laughs> but, uh, he's sitting crisscross applesauce, um, uh, messing with the fire. He's like burning the stick, blowing it out. And then we get, um, Mal kind of just lounging by the fire. And this is the three men and they're, they're just talking about, well, Mal kicks off the conversation and that he's discussing about basically why he's on his way towards Silverado. He starts off with, they got a little piece of land South of Silverado. I guess they've done okay, you know, good enough anyways that they they wrote him and said, hey, we need you to to work the land. And he said it took him a while, about nine months for the letter to find him. But when it did, it it was the right time. So that's why he's out there. I got to imagine the mail, even with the Pony Express, wasn't exactly too fast back then. (laughs) No, man. (laughs) Yeah, but I, I mean, holy, could you just imagine? Just imagine. Like we were in the military back, you know, before... Like we, we we still wrote letters. Like I don't even know if 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 they still write letters anymore. Like proper letters. Like email was kind of a new thing when we were in, and and you know even then you just like you send a letter to your girlfriend or whatever. You have to wait a couple of weeks and you get something. It was so exciting. And now it's like it's immediate. You send yeah. something and you're like, oh yeah, immediate response. You don't have to wait on anything. <laughs> like imagine nine months. Right. Nine months is dated, and you're looking. You're like, hmm, 
<laughs> Grandma's sick. Well, shit. Now you just got to wait <laughs> a couple weeks later. <laughs> Grandma's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> guess what? You, in the funeral is out. You're too late. <laughs> right. And, and this movie kind of covers something like that. So, you know, <laughs> maybe that letter took Mel a little longer to get to than was uh, needed. Yeah. <laughs> Be a great way to avoid doing stuff you don't want to do. Like, oh, man, it must have gotten, you know. Delayed in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, well, that, so that excuse has been around forever. The check's in the mail. The check is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> now we just say that, yeah, never mind. I don't want to get into politics. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a joke. <laughs> I almost broke my own rule. <laughs> so, you know, Emmett, Emmett asks, you know, where were you? And Mal said, Chicago, working in the slaughterhouses. And and Jake perks up, you know, and of course, I guess I didn't say Jake is Kevin Costner. Emmett is Scott Glenn and Scott Glenn always plays dour. <laughs> yeah, he does that well. <laughs> right, right. And he, and, and Emmett is dour, but he, oh, he cracks smiles a lot. He's like very personable. This is the most personable I've ever seen Scott Glenn play anything ever. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's definitely the guy you don't want to mess with, but. He's the nice guy you don't want to mess with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh and then Danny Glover plays Mel, which yeah, not thinking out loud. These guys have all been introduced already and we're like several hosts in. I'm sure this has all been covered. <laughs> in case you're joining us just for a minute just for us. Right, 46. <laughs> if you're starting at minute 46. <laughs> <laughs> The letter must have gotten there pretty late telling you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your invite to listen to the podcast got lost in the mail nine months while you're in Chicago. All right. Okay. So, so before, before we get into Chicago, right. All right. So have you ever played it? You ever heard of this game, uh, going to Chicago? It's like, it's a, actually the perfect game to play when you're sitting around a campfire like this. Not a, even a remote clue. No. Okay. Now we, okay. As my family always use Chicago as you know, you're going to Chicago. You can only take two things with you. I'm sure other people have used other cities, but we always, we would, when we would have family get togethers, we'd, yeah, uh, I know a few times we, we all got like, went to the mountains and, you know, here we are sitting around just like these fellas, you know, and, uh, playing this game, going to Chicago. So, uh, in order to go there, you have to pack two things and two things only. So I would take, I would take a brush and some licorice. And then you have to figure out what you're going to take. Okay, what was the line from uh, from Blues Brothers? Half pack of cigarettes. Well, you're not going to Chicago. I'm going to Chicago. So all right, oh. so I will take <laughs> I'll take my boomstick cuz you'll need it in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Politics. Um and uh and I would take uh a lasso. And I'm going to Chicago. Do you have anything you want to take to Chicago, Perry? Jack Perry, do you have anything you want to take to Chicago? No, I don't want to go to Chicago. This judge, well, I don't care. You have to go to Chicago. This is part of the bit. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, I like yours. A boomstick and a wild lasso. Just because, well, you'll figure it out eventually, but, um, all right, I'll give you one more example. Uh, I will take a broom. Did I just say broom? 
I'm going to take a broom. I'm going to clean up Chicago. And then um, I'll take I'll take uh, a ladder. Are you going? I'm going to Chicago. Does Jack Perry want to go to Chicago with me? What are you going to take? I don't get it. Well, maybe Chicago just isn't your game. <laughs> so, You're right. <laughs> all right. I'll tell you. All right. You, you, Perry, could take the character Jake with you, and you could take some papaya, and you could go to Chicago. I still don't get it. <laughs> now that's the fun of it is when you're overthinking it and people are like we did this one time with uh, you know it was like a friend and, and she just did not get it and, we, and that was the joke we kept going well maybe chicago just isn't your game <laughs> perhaps some checkers so okay i'll give you one more example and then i'll kill this bit <laughs> because it's probably dragging on you could bring uh some jumper cables and maybe um, a pineapple, and then you can go to Chicago. Okay. Jack Perry can go to Chicago with some jumper cables <laughs> and a pineapple. <laughs> pineapple. This is like that bit where we're doing through IMDb trying to find <laughs> right in the screen. <laughs> all right. So, all right. I'll, okay. I'm, I'm dragging this out long enough. Yeah. All our listeners have tuned to another channel like this is a radio show. Um, <laughs> they've decided not to listen to the rest. They've changed it. We've ruined the rest of the, we've ruined the group project for everybody else. No, so you have to take something that starts with your initials. Oh, broom. Oh, Jake and papaya. Oh, gotcha. Oh, oh. and the light turns on, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a lot of fun when you're like, because you're overthinking it and people are like, you know, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Although it's no fun if, if like everybody figures the game out right away. <laughs> yeah. So you got to always have some somebody new or somebody who's stupid and forgets. Also me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the third time we play Chicago, Perry. Yeah. I've heard it. I, I, I think other people have played it like with like you're going to Cincinnati or, you know, whatever. But yeah. I, for whatever reason, we do Chicago. But speaking of Chicago. Um, Kevin Costner, Jake gets perks up when he hears that, that Mal was in Chicago and he says, um, Chicago, you've been to Chicago. Was it wonderful? And I like this. This is why I like Danny Glover is, uh, he's a good actor. He just sits there and, and it, and even says in the script, he's remembering and he's just like, no, <laughs> like, that's it. Like, like, that's it. Like nothing else needs to be said. Like, no changed. Right. So, one of my thoughts is, was it shit Say what? for him because he's black, you know, and it's 18, whatever. I, I forget what year this takes place. It's post-war, obviously. It's post-Civil right. War, so, and it's the old West, but it probably wasn't pleasant for him there. But really what I, what I, what I kind of gravitate to, because I feel like that's the obvious one. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I hear of like meat packing slaughterhouse Chicago, I think of Upton Sinclair's The Jungle. Mm. Do you remember that from high school? <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody had to read it, or or at least we had to discuss it, you know, uh-huh. because that was one of those muck raking meat packing. Uh, no, so it was a muck raking book that was that targeted the meat packing industry back then. So I couldn't remember, but I looked it up. It was. It actually was written in like 1905 and, and then like republished in 1906 or something like that. I don't want to get into it. Go back to high school if you want to know more. But 
the gist of it is, is, you know, this Upton Sinclair was writing about just how horrible the uh, working conditions were in the meatpacking industry back then. You know, talking about diseased and rotten meat, contaminated meat, you know, and it basically led to the FDA being created, you know, to, to, to put some food safety standards in there. I, I have to imagine he was on the assembly line of, you know, I've heard it's called a disassembled line where they have to slaughter, you know, they're slaughtering the, the animals. Uh, a lot of like immigrants, you know, new immigrants that come over and work there and just the conditions were sh- Say what? You know, basically. Yeah. Um, now, I, I said, okay, again, trying not to get out of, you know, into too much politics here and I'm already violating it. I, I, I had taken a class one time and, and they were discussing this book and of course this i'm always bringing this up because it's funny to me is they so the guy upton sinclair wasn't really writing the book because of the food standard you know the food standards at all it was really all this was done to like kind of like almost like unionize and, and almost like socialize the you know the people's revolution you know like because for the workers you know almost almost like a little bit of communism type thing mm-hmm. but everybody then read it and found that like a living person fell into the slaughterhouse thing and he just got ground up into the meat that went out. And everybody was like, Oh my God, this is horrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> like we need the FDA like now. <laughs> so that's one thing I, that, that at least I had learned at one point and I, you know, I don't know how true this is, uh, but that, yeah, it was like, this wasn't re- meant to like, Oh my God, we got to do something about the food. It was more meant to, we got to do something about these workers. You know, we got to do yeah. something for the workers, but everybody went, we're eating what <laughs> <laughs> the heck with these workers. What the hell's in our food? <laughs> the workers are in our food. Yeah. What? <laughs> so let's, we need an FDA like now, you know? Yeah, so yeah. Stat. Right. <laughs> All right. So uh, moving on. Um, so yeah, that, I, that that's what, you know, I always think of, but we get, um, our intro, you know, our introduction of Kevin Klein, um, Payton and he, he, you know, he shows up and grabs a coffee at the, at the campfire and, uh, Hey, um, where you been? Emmett asks him, <laughs> uh, you know, just checking the, uh, and he's like, kind of like, thrown over his shoulder look he's like, you know looking in you know <laughs> and he just goes back to pouring his coffee and moving away and they all just laugh at him because you know we all know who he's checking in on and that's Rosanna Arquette <laughs> I you know I think her name is Susan he's suddenly seeking her mm. <laughs> uh-huh. I should say desperately is it desperately or suddenly uh, <laughs> it's desperately she, yeah yeah I think it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's desperate all right <laughs> <laughs> Previously, Rosanna Arquette's husband perished in a gunfight, and uh, you know Peyton, Peyton, the nice guy that he is, is just making sure she's doing all right in this cold, scary, you know, wilderness. I'm sure that's all he has in mind was just um, make sure she's all right. The chivalry is incredible. Yeah, they say yeah, you know. But I like I, they all just start laughing at it. They don't even hide it. They, yeah. <laughs> they, like, he doesn't even say anything else, and they just start laughing. <laughs> so. Um, real quick, for some reason, I always thought, even though they literally spell it and show it early in the movie, I always keep thinking his name is Peyton, like Peyton Manning. And then it's like, I have to commit, you know, remind myself it's not Peyton, it's Payton, which 
you know, I'm not too, I don't think that's too common of a name. <laughs> you got anything else you want to talk about this minute? Mm, no, man. I think, I think you covered it. I think one last thing I, I want to bring up, and sure. it, because this, this is the old trope, you know, cowboys sitting around the fire having a conversation. This, this reminds me of a Saturday Night Live skit where <laughs> it was like Will Ferrell and Tim Meadows. They, they were like these rough and, you know, metal, uh, rough and tumble cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. And they're sitting around a campfire, you know, and they're talking about just how, you know, all the hardships on the range. And uh, Garth Brooks was the, the guest host, and he's, he's there dressed as like the flamboyant 90s cowboy. <laughs> You know, like musician, country musician, even has the uh, the the headset on with the microphone so, so that he can sing. And he's like, "Yeah, man, sometimes my tour bus takes a bumpy road." And, <laughs> like, and they're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And it, and it was it was pretty funny talking about like modern cowboys versus the the old the old guys like that. But they're sitting around the the uh, the campfire like that, and uh, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny skit. I remember that everything's a fluorescent. Uh, you know, like oh. <laughs> It's kind yeah. of like on Back to the Future uh, 2 when, uh, when, no, actually 3, actually, when uh, Marty shows up in the Old West and he's dressed like a 50s cowboy. And Doc yeah. goes, what, what idiot dressed you like this? You did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's none of that here. All these cowboys look pretty cool here um, sitting around yeah. the campfire. You know, I never think uh, of uh, Kevin Klein as like a tough guy. And he he plays like this gunslinger, you know, former, you know, he was into some bad stuff. Um, mm-hmm. He plays him. Well, like he's very, like he gets that thousand yard stare. Like, don't mess with me. Like, don't like, he's a man. He's peaceful because he's done violence in the past and you know, mm-hmm. he can, you know, that right. type of thing. Yeah. And he's got that look. And, you know, even when, even some of the tougher, you know, guys that are trying to be like, oh, I'm tough. And, and he just stares him down and you just know he's ice cold. Like yeah. <laughs> he's so good. I never would have thought of Kevin Klein is that type of role, you know? Yeah. He's uh he usually seems to, he's like the, he, well, he was like the romantic lead for so long that he kind of got, I think he probably got typecast, which I guess probably works in his favor because if he played a bunch of those roles before then, then you wouldn't expect him to be the hardened killer. Right, right. I yeah, I don't I don't have much else. So if you're good, what do you say we wrap this up and uh call it a night? Sure. Works for me. Yeah, you know, this campfire's getting you know, the fire's good. I'm I'm gonna you know, I'm ready to cozy up next to it. What do you say, Perry, we tell everybody to um I'm trailing off here. <laughs> well, well said. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to hit the old dusty trail, right, Perry? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, all right, all right. I, I need to hit the hay clearly. Um, so we're gonna the Silverado Minute podcast uh, can be found where all podcasts can be found, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or it can be found at the main site SilveradoMinute.com. Go check that out; it's pretty cool. Also, the show has social media, if you will. You know, you know the socials. We're influencers. And it's uh, available at the the Midnight Star, the Silverado Minute Listener Saloon on Facebook, if you want to join in on the conversation there. But it's also on Twitter at Silverado MXM for Movies by Minutes. And, um, yeah, we just ask that everybody uh, come back next time for more Silverado fun on Silverado Minute. 
Come on, Perry. Give me a yeehaw. No. Come on. No. Yeehaw? Yeehaw. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>